To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. It's gonna be Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 158 of the Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today. That we do. Uh, so, yeah. Before we get into that, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, and... Uh, what was my last one? I don't, I don't even remember. Loving sponsor getaway today. Loving sounds good. <laughs> yes, once again this week, the Disneyland Resort is still closed, Ooh. but you can still book a trip. Yay. And why not do that through getaway today? They're going to make sure that you have the most magical trip possible as soon as you can go. Not a moment sooner. <laughs> we don't need any incidents. <laughs> But uh, foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> and uh, they're going to do a great job at making sure that every little bit of your trip is as magic as possible, from before you leave till the time you return. So, if you are interested in booking a trip with them, make sure you let them know about our promo code. It's Main Street Ten. It's all lowercase. The number one zero. It's going to get you ten dollars off any two night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office when you're able to, because you know yeah. you can't, you still can't do that. Uh, in South Ogden, Utah, or you can visit them at www.getawaytoday.com, or give them a call at eight five five get away. That's four three eight two nine two nine. And that ten dollars that you will save could get you some uh, Mickey beignets, which I've been wanting lately. Come on, give us a recipe. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Um, Until then, it can buy you all the supplies to make your own yes, churros. Yes. And I just wanted to clarify to all the out-of-state listeners, you can still use Getaway Today. Oh, yeah. You don't have to you be a Utah You don't have to be resident. a local person. So if you want just, to visit uh, their office, you do. Yes. But uh, anyone can book through online or phone. I guess you phone. don't even have to be a resident to go to their office. Yeah. I guess you could drive in the up area. here <laughs> just to go to Getaway Today. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Utah is thinking about slowly opening things here in a few weeks. That would be awesome, so especially we'll for somebody I know. It would be good if things started opening. Me? Yes. Yes, that would be nice. You and your wife. <laughs> work. I never thought I'd miss work. I know. Who'd have thought, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so getawaytoday.com and the phone number Brian said. Eight five five get away. <laughs> That's four three eight two nine two nine. And this week at the Disneyland Resort, it is closed for mostly everyone. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is closed. It's still closed for everyone. Let's just make that. In fact, clear. I just I was reading an article. Uh, I think it was on Inside the Magic that mm. uh, the I stopped Florida following them. Yeah, uh, I haven't. They've become kind of skeptical. Yeah. Their content has gone severely downhill. Yeah. Uh, What they were talking about in what I read today was just the Florida governor. I think it was the governor uh, saying that uh, Disney World, not Disneyland, Disney World, 
is ahead of the curve as far as businesses go to be able to reopen uh, just some of the stuff they seem to have in place, I guess. That's good. For when they reopen. Uh, So we could see Disney World open up pretty soon. Probably not in probably not for the next few yeah. weeks or so at least but it was just I'm nice sure to disneyland hear. is probably in the same boat i'd assume since california's governor just doesn't want to say anything positive yeah. about this whole thing it's just uh based on the state pretty and much the local government so disneyland move to utah <laughs> yeah. we'll treat you better <laughs> gladly promise. over. um but yeah so there's some hope that it will be sooner than later but I'm still counting more on June yeah. 1st. Uh, and then, um, of course, we don't know dates on reopening for rides that were currently shut down when Disney shut down. Because uh, they, quote-unquote, aren't supposed to be working on things. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's basically it. Pretty much. At the Disneyland Resort. So we'll just uh, skedaddle on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is keeping a social distance at a 90 degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is once again trivia time. Woohoo! I've got a toughie for you guys today. Just you wait. But first, let's start with last week's trivia question, and that was what year did the churro get its start in Disneyland? And bonus question, <laughs> where in the park did, were they sold? This was rough. <laughs> it was. Sean, for me. Sean took quite a while to get this. Um, we gave a little hint that it wasn't Adventureland because that was the only land we realized he probably did not guess yeah um sean did make reference to it lightly in the uh episode later on (laughs) however listening back i gave him a really bad glare when we were recording because i'm like what did you just do (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) but after listening to the show over again if you didn't know the conversation beforehand you'd have no idea what we were referencing but it did have to do with the trivia question sure did um 1985 Videopolis opened. When Videopolis opened, guess what new fanciful <laughs> treat they had? Parked right out front of Videopolis. The now beloved churro. Yay. So Fantasyland <laughs> in front of Videopolis, 1985. Yeah, that took me a good while. Yeah. A lot of wax at that question. I was like a little kid with a pinata. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. With a foam bat. Yeah. Not even a foam bat like a pool noodle. <laughs> or like one of those hollow plastic bats that don't do anything. But pool noodles probably yeah. better. It was analogy. like a pool noodle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to those of you that got it. Better luck next time to those that didn't. And next time, of course, is right now. And you're going to need all the luck you can get. Oh, yeah. I will tell you one thing. I couldn't do this. I couldn't. I know for a fact I couldn't. But I happened to come across this little nice bit of of trivia goodness, and I thought, you know what? I'll throw this at the listeners. They're never going to get this. And if somebody does, I'm getting you a prize. Ooh. I'm I'm not doing like a giveaway. (laughs) If somebody gets this, 
and without, I without I want no Google. <laughs> if you if you can do this without Google, I'm I'm trusting you guys now. I think after 158 episodes, <laughs> we've built up this relationship of trust, and I feel like I can trust you guys to not look up the answer. Oh yeah. But if somebody can get it, I first person that gets it to me is going to get a prize. And it's only good for this week. But can you name all 14 Jungle Cruise boats? And a bonus question, if you know which seven are the originals. Dang. So do you have to get both correct to get the prize? I will give, if you can either give me the seven originals or all 14 prize i will give you a prize nice but you only have this week to do it and i'm trusting each and every one of you don't let me down i speak very highly of our listeners and their integrity (laughs) don't let me down so send those answers to me that's brian b-r-y-a-n dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com Awesome. And if you want to email me, you're more than welcome to. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Other ways you can contact us, of course, are via, uh, let's do phone. Uh, The phone number is 801-923-2455. You can call us anytime and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you that way. Or you can contact us on social media. Uh, we are on Facebook.com slash Word on the Main Street, Instagram at Word on the Main Street, Twitter at WOT Main Street, and on TikTok at Word on the Main Street. Um, and then, of course, if you want to support the show, we would love for you to do so. Uh, the best ways to do that are by listening to the show every week and uh, sharing the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. Also, if you haven't left a review or subscribed yet, please do so. Yeah, do that. Uh, you can do that on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And uh, if you want to support us in a more financial sense, um, you can buy something at shop.spreadshirt.com slash word on the main street. Or you can donate money to patreon.com slash word on the main street you can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like and it is a monthly donation um and those basically those donations go to help fund the show keep it going uh help us improve the quality and uh and just overall keep the show going because (laughs) you know lucrative is a podcast so lucrative like i have a money pit like scrooge mcduck that i dive into on the daily yeah in his dreams, just from the podcast in his dreams because it's not really lucrative no it's not so uh yeah if you want to donate we'd uh, appreciate it but it's not necessary just keep listening that's all we ask all right so let's get into this week's episode Let's get into that turkey leg of an episode. As you guys know, as we started last week, uh, we're going through some of the Disneyland attractions um, in a clockwise fashion uh, and just letting you know some facts about these rides, not really the history or anything, just basically just 
little tidbits and facts that you can Pretty much. share with your friends and family. Sound really smart next time you go to the mm. park. Um, you don't even have to give me credit. No. Just sound like a smart it person. Off. Yeah. Do you uh, know this? <laughs> so we'll get to that in just a few minutes. First, we want to go over uh, the quote-unquote news surrounding the Disneyland Resort. So, a new recipe was released, and Brian seems pretty excited about this I one. think that might be breakfast on Sunday morning. That would be a good Sunday morning breakfast. Um, if anybody... Where is it at? Is it Paradise Pier? PCH Grill. PCH. Is Which Paradise is basically Pier? the... I think that's where the... Um, Character breakfast yeah. is. It used uh, to be Mickey's Paradise Surf's Pier. Up. No, it's Donald's. Yeah. Uh, so this is a dish from that restaurant. Probably from that buffet. I would assume the so. The way it's prepared. Yeah. Uh, so it is called the Chocolate Peanut Butter Banana French Toast. From Disney's PCH Grill. Uh, looks pretty good. Um, the ingredients... Of course, I'll tell you the ingredients real quick if you want to go buy them and make your own. Uh, you need eight, and it serves four people. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, eight thick slices of day-old challah bread. I don't know if I you said that right. You gotta really get the in But there. it is a Jewish bread. Challah. C-H-A-L-L-A-H. If you're going to the store and asking, it's either challah or challah. Challah. So. Pretend you're a Jewish... Gwen teenage Stefani. girl going oh. holla thought you were going Gwen Stefani oh you can do ain't that no too ain't no holla back girl <laughs> there you go ain't no holla back girl just kidding I wouldn't have thought of that um, that was a good one but anyway that dates uh, us a little bit eight thick slices of the day old challah bread two ripe bananas um I prefer mine with a little brown happening that's when the flavor is really yeah. good yeah uh Quarter cup chocolate chips, half cup creamy peanut butter, six eggs lightly beaten, three and a quarter cup, I should say three quarter cup, not three and a quarter cup. <laughs> you could totally screw <laughs> yeah. somebody up just by that little mistake. Three quarter cup low fat chocolate milk. Why uh, is my stuff so runny? <laughs> right? It's because Sean told me it was three and a quarter cups. It's a lot of milk. That is a lot of milk. Uh, yeah, just three quarters <laughs> of a cup. Yes. Um, one teaspoon ground cinnamon, of course. It's French toast. Uh, and then a quarter teaspoon salt and chocolate syrup and powdered sugar, which is optional. Um, it looks like more of a... Uh, to me, it looks really similar to a bread pudding. The way they do it. Yeah. Because it looks like you like cube up the, the, the bread and then you put the milk and stuff on. So it's it really looks like a bread pudding. So there you go. I like it. French toast, bread pudding. Um, but uh, you can check out that uh, recipe on the Disneyland blog. Well, it's Disney Parks blog under the Disneyland section. Uh, for more details on how to make it. Or I could just read the steps. You can take notes. Rewind Should if I you do need that? to. Should I say the steps? 
I'm sure you can. Notes. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, directions. Number one, preheat oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Just in case you're in a different country. It's not yes. Celsius. It's Fahrenheit. Make sure you make that conversion if necessary. Uh, coat a 9 by 13 by 2 inch baking pan with nonstick spray and set it aside. Number two, cut bread into one-inch cubes and place in a large bowl. Slice bananas into half-inch slices and add to bowl. Stir in chocolate chips. Three, combine peanut butter, eggs, chocolate milk, cinnamon, and salt in a blender. Process until smooth. Number four, pour egg mixture over bread mixture. Stir gently until bread cubes have absorbed egg mixture. Number five, pour mixture into prepared baking pan. Bake for 35 to 40 minutes or until top is golden brown. Number six, before serving, drizzle with chocolate syrup and dust with powdered sugar if desired, but <laughs> who's not desiring that? No kidding. So, um, says chef's note, challah is traditional Jewish yeast bread. Rich with eggs, sweetened with honey, that makes the best French toast. I was excited when I saw French toast. I was and bananas, because uh, at Flo's V8 Cafe, they've got this brioche French toast mm. that's caramel and banana, yeah. and it's so freaking good. It's probably the same and caramel like, banana syrup that they have for their character breakfasts. Possibly. And if that's the case, it's dang good. Yeah. Uh, so throw a little walnut on looking there too. Looking for that Flo's V8 French toast recipe. Disney. Just make regular French toast with that. Yeah. But I want their recipe because it was so freaking good. I can understand that. All right. As we mentioned, the park is closed for every for most people. No, for everybody. <laughs> for everybody. It's closed for everybody. <laughs> let's not not let's not say for almost everybody or Yeah, that's true. It um, is closed for everybody. It's close it's supposed to be closed for everybody. We'll put it that way. But it was open for this one person, or they thought. <laughs> um, it was an 18-year-old. Uh, you know he's not a real Disney fan because of where he broke in. Yeah. So he broke into uh, DCA. If you're going to break into the park, go to Disney. No kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Idiot. Um so basically, he was found at about 11 p.m. near a construction site by Guardians of the Galaxy, which is obviously the construction site for Avengers uh, Campus. So that's basically it. Uh, 18-year-old man was arrested after he broke into Disneyland. I hate that they say Disneyland because it's not. It's it is Disney- Disneyland Resort. Resort, but not Disneyland. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure. And the headline says like he anything. broke into Disneyland. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, but it's just DCA. It's no big deal. <laughs> just kidding. Well, it's um, getting to be more of a big deal. It is. Uh, so it just says, uh, Jeremiah Smith, a transient resident of Anaheim, was seen jumping over a gate into the back lot of California Adventure, according to the Anaheim police. Uh, officers responded to the scene and found the man in the park around 11 p.m. near a construction site by Guardians of the Galaxy. Police believe the suspect's motive may have been to steal items or equipment from the construction site. 
Police say Smith was arrested, cited for trespassing, and then released out into the wild so he can break into other places. Just kidding. All right. Didn't surprise me when it said it was a transient resident. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? What What do they got to lose? (laughs) Not much. (laughs) All right. Uh, They released a fourth part of the virtual tour of WDI, which is Walt Disney Imagineering. This was kind of a boring (laughs) installment. Compared to the last one. Just even all around, like it was about research and development. I know what research Which is and important. De- we all know what research and development does. Yeah, they research and develop. <laughs> How did you come to that conclusion? So literally, the video I can tell you right now, you don't even have to watch it. They say this is research and development. We research and develop new experiences and effects. Here's the door (laughs) where uh, everything is. I can't bring you in. Bye. (laughs) That's basically the episode. So you don't have to waste a minute or two of your life because I already did. (laughs) There you you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's it. You see some people's desks. Ooh, desks. They look like fun desks. I'm sure. But other than that... (laughs) It's not that cool. Well, I won't bother with that one. <laughs> if you want to see like what it looks like in their little office, I guess it's worth the watch. And you can see the door that you they can can't take you yeah. into. It's got peed on it, saying "Do not enter." With seems uh, applicable with cameras. So I like it. That's it. <laughs> cool. Um. Speaking of Pete, do they have a Pete walking character? I've never seen one. Why? That would be, it. it is a missed opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, and I was telling uh, Colby, my wife, uh, that uh, like he's like the original bad guy. He is. At least as far as and Mickey's I concerned. I don't think I've ever even seen him at like a villain's night even. Yeah. Like, why? He's... I don't know. He's almost like the conflicted bad guy. Yeah, I know. Because sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. But he's like the original bad guy yeah. for Disney. Like I don't I understand. Think they need the old black and white steamboat Willie Pete wandering around Toontown. Peg Lake Pete. Yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be cool. They should have Steamboat Mickey. Yes. And then you meet Peg Lake Pete. Yes. That'd be so cool. That would be awesome. But, I mean... He is actually... We've talked about this. He's older than Mickey. He's yeah. been around longer than, Big, than yeah. Mickey. I don't know. I don't think it would be that hard to do a costume for Pete. Yeah, I don't think so. You would think it's probably going to be the same type of build as you would like a Sully. Oh, yeah. So they're probably not going to be able to really move their arms That's that well. True. But it would still be awesome to have That'd that. would be so cool. At least in a parade or yeah. something. Yeah. That I've never really thought about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I'm just like he'd be, uh, he'd be cool. That would be awesome. So you Disney know what we need is a Kingdom Hearts parade. That'd be cool. All uh, the different characters in their Kingdom Hearts get up. I know for Halloween at the Halloween party, Donald and Goofy were dressed up in Kingdom Hearts. That's so cool. So so cool. That'd be awesome. Get Mickey in his like Organization Thirteen that'd be robe. So cool. 
so with cool. carrying a keyblade. I think it was Halloween party. Is at least at some special event at uh, Pixar Pier. Gotcha. They had them dressed in their Kingdom cool. Hearts. But uh, yeah, boom, Pete, make yeah. it happen, Disney. That's right. <laughs> He's also in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's what got me on the idea. (laughs) All right. Let us move on to what the episode is really about. Disneyland. Disneyland. So uh, last week we talked about, before we get into this, we talked about Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, which was fun. And then we did uh, the Disneyland Railroad. And we had talked about the Lily Bell and how you can get the opportunity to go inside the lily bell Mm -hmm. and uh take a ride while you're in the lily bell and ask questions uh and that was through a tour Mm -hmm. that you have to pay for the nerve i know the nerve (laughs) of some people uh we actually walt wouldn't have done that (laughs) uh so we actually well did anybody get to ride in the lily bell i don't know I have no idea. <laughs> or was it just for like special guests? It was probably for him to entertain <laughs> right. special guests. And so would he have charged? He probably wouldn't have let anybody in it. Probably not. So. Good on you, Disney. <laughs> Break Walt's rules. <laughs> um, this, is, this is all speculation, folks. <laughs> we haven't talked to Walt recently. We have yeah. no idea. We'll bust out the Ouija board after. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sean's on his own there. <laughs> no, I don't do that. But um, we had a listener contact us. Oh, yeah. Um, and she had done the uh, the um, Grand Circle tour. tour. <laughs> uh, so she told us a little bit about it. So I'm just going to read her whole message. Sure. Uh, I'll just call her Yvonne. I won't say her last name because I didn't ask if she wanted her full name disclosed. Uh, but she just said, hi, thanks so much for the fun podcast, especially right now. You're welcome. Right? Say so you're welcome, Brian. Yeah, She's you're welcome. you too. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome. Sorry. My boss was texting me. Boss. Doesn't he know? Or she? He. Um, anyway, she says, just a couple things about last week's show. You guys missed the best transition between your topics ever. Winky face. The train station in the Two Brothers segment of Mr. Lincoln is the New Orleans train station. Oh, I'm uh, usually the king of the segues <laughs> that Sean ruins. I know. And I missed it. How dare you? I know. <laughs> I can't be blamed. I'm a sham. Because I don't pick up on segues. It's, <laughs> you can be blamed. It's so true. <laughs> I set him up so well sometimes. I've been better. It, he has been getting better. I will give him that. <laughs> Uh, But she says, I took the Grand Circle Tour at the park. I'm not really into trains, but it was the only tour I hadn't taken. So I decided I might as well. And I wanted to ride the Lily Bell at least once. First of all, I'm jealous that she has done all of the tours that are available. So she had to do the train one. A little jealous of that. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I'm, I'm... Having a hard time justifying one tour. (laughs) Well, listen to this. I was extremely skeptical of it, especially since I had been thoroughly disappointed by the holiday tour 
a few days before. <laughs> and, well, I loved it and have nothing but high praise for it. So I'm also jealous that she did two tours within days of each no other. No kidding. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I want her job. Uh, all right. Uh, she says, you start off by getting a donut and hot chocolate yeah. or coffee for those who drink it. That's a great way to start a day. While waiting for the tour to begin. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And she, she actually uh, sent a picture of said yes. donut, and it actually has the name of the tour Grand Circle on tour. the donut. It's got a little chocolate train, a little, I assume, chocolate Mickey. And, uh, it looks tasty. I don't think she said the flavor of the donut. No, I don't think she did. And either. I can't really tell because it's covered in icing. Yeah, but it, it looks it's good. Probably just an iced donut. Yeah. Um, Have that and a hot chocolate to start talking the about day. a free thing that Disney's giving you. Yeah. On your tour. Well, which probably would it. have cost you probably <laughs> about eight to ten dollars on its own oh, yeah. anyway. With the probably hot even chocolate. a little more with the hot chocolate. Yeah. Uh, she says. For about an hour and a half, you walk around the Main Street area, listening to the tour guide and seeing some amazing videos about Walt and his yeah. love for trains, some I had never seen before. Then we are headed to the New Orleans train station to ride the Lily Bell back to Main Street. When you get, uh, oh, sorry, when you get off, there's more info from the tour guide and the opportunity to ask any questions you have to one of the engineers. You also receive a map of the train route that's like the light-up one in the train station and a ticket saying you rode the lily bell. So oh, my pretty gosh. Cool. <laughs> uh, she also said you might also enjoy this old show. It's Tom Snyder visiting Disney animator Walt Kimball and his backyard Ward. train. Ward Kimball. Did I say Walt? You did. <laughs> uh, Ward Kimball and his backyard train. On the Ward Kimball train, Jiminy Cricket is on the lantern leading the way. And until his retirement, Ward Kimball's grandson was one of the one of its engineers. Thanks again. So uh, I'll try and post this video so you can watch it. We'll post it to Facebook um, and possibly Twitter uh, so you can enjoy it. So just wanted to read that message from Yvonne. Thanks, Which Yvonne. Which is very nice. Thank for, you for uh, sending that. Reaching out and letting us know what's yeah. all included in the tour. And I think the next time I'm in the park... Whichever set of grandparents I'm with is going to have some time with the grandkids because oh, yeah. me and Megan are going to go on that tour. Sounds pretty worth it. It does. Uh, I'm surprised they have you board at New Orleans Station. Instead of Main Street. Instead of Main yeah. Street for the full circle tour. Because It's just great starting from the beginning. Yeah. Well, you don't really hear anything it's in the Lily Bell. At least when we went. Yeah. It was, we, you didn't have the music. You didn't have the narration going on. Yeah. You were just hanging out, talking to the conductor, not conductor, but one of the uh, train people in the Lily Bell, yeah. asking questions and taking pictures. So It was a wonderful time. I guess uh, it doesn't really matter, except it cuts your the length of your trip. Yeah, but you've also already spent an hour and a half on Main Street. True. Talking about other stuff and watching videos. Now, if they'd walk you up to the mansion in the front of the line, be happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Let's ride the mansion before we get on the train. Yeah. Train's <laughs> delayed a little bit. We're going to take you right into the stretch room. That'd be dope. Uh, but yeah, so last week, talked about those. Thanks, Yvonne, for the message. And uh, let's head on over to Adventureland this week. Yeah. 
Uh, we're going to just do two. Cross that bridge right over and yeah. go under the uh, Adventureland Adventure sign. The new the, one, the yeah. wider sign. Uh, grab a Dole Whip oh, on your way over. Please do. Because uh, we're about to... Uh, if you want an extra treat, grab a little pack. Ask for a packet of tahini oh, yeah. to go with it. Man, that just that makes your Dole Whip that much better. Oh, I'm sure. I haven't ever put it on. You haven't? Ooh, next time you go, you need to try it with the tahini. I think just on mango is what I've done. Yeah. At Disneyland. So, uh, yeah, grab your Dole Whip. Let's head on over to the Tiki Room. Yeah. Sponsored we'll, by Dole. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell you some... Uh, but not always. Surprise. Yeah. For those of you that didn't know, you're about to find <laughs> out. All right. You want to start us off? We're doing I the same can. thing, right? Yeah, let's just swap it back right. and forth. So we'll start with um, those facts. Yes. The, uh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. <laughs> the way you said that reminded me of them announcing you to go in. And then the music starts and everybody goes in. So anyway, I'm getting... I've, I've got Disney on the brain constantly. <laughs> Um, so opened June twenty third, nineteen sixty three. Oh yeah, and uh, so not an original opening with the park, no. but this really kind of broke ground for the next level of audio animatronic. Oh yeah, um, they had had some in uh, Nature's Mine, Cra- Mine Train Through Nature's mm-hmm. Wonderland. Um, there were some other areas, and I think the Jungle Cruise as well. Yes. Those were very minimal. They were very simplistic, yeah. very repetitive movements, and you didn't see the whole mechanism no. when you were in front of it. This was the first time that they had to create an animatronic so sophisticated that it had to look lifelike enough that 200 people looking at it for the next 15 to 17 minutes from all different directions couldn't tell if that was a real bird or not and boy did they succeed (laughs) at that um they um really kind of changed the audio animatronic game at that point and really paved the way for some some awesome stuff oh yeah uh so Obviously, just the second fact is its display of the advancement of audio animatronics. Oh, sorry, Tech. I kind of covered both of those in one. As they evolved from simple repetitive <laughs> motions to a new generation that sang and moved subtly right before the eyes of two hundred people. So Brian, sorry, just, I kind of covered two without saying I was going to cover the first two. Oh, you're good. Since the first one was just the opening. Did date. you say this one too? Nope. Two hundred and twenty-five audio animatronic birds, tiki masks. Figures and flowers combined to 25. Yes. Uh, not 25 each. of each. Uh, and if you've ever been in the Tiki Room, there's a lot going on. Yes. You know. Especially what, towards yeah. the finale. Yes. Which I love. Oh my gosh. It's it loud. I know. I get the chills Boom. every time I'm in there. And it rains. I'll talk about this later. Yeah. But. All right. Go for it. So let's... don't ruin any more for me. Sorry, <laughs> just I I figure I. <laughs> it I was very told fluid, you. though. I should have told you. Very fluid. So the birds are incredibly lifelike in this attraction, and that was due mostly in part to um, varied movements in the animatronic. So mm. they didn't just make the same movement over and over and over, like Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland. You'd have like 
prairie dogs popping in and out of the ground. Right. It's just the same motion over and over and over. Well, these ones, they did different things throughout the show. Oh, yeah. So it made them look that much more realistic. And then on top of that, they also assembled them with real feathers. Uh-huh. It was very hard to tell that these were not, but other than the audible clicking noises that you hear, it's very hard not to tell <laughs> <Yeah>. that these <laughs> are not real birds. Yeah, and if you are in the tiki room and there's a certain bird singing, if you look at the other birds, they're like, moving uh-huh. and looking around so yeah they're not that's staying a good example still. of this uh, and they have very bird-like movements like yeah. the way they like turn their head yeah. and like look around it's awesome it's it's fantastic um where are we uh this was originally planned as a restaurant with an after dinner bird show um i think they reference that in the tiki room comics that were done I by never saw uh, Disney, Disney Kingdoms. Disney Kingdoms. I think I have them just right over here, but yeah, they're part of like a dinner show. Yeah, if I remember right, but kind of cool. And originally, we're talking about real birds. Were we? But that, but they then, were doing. They were going to do. They real were birds. talking about real birds, <laughs> but then they were worried about them pooping in the food. <laughs> That's a good concern. Yeah, it really is. I don't prefer bird poop in my food. Yeah. So. so um, <laughs> Thanks, Disney. Yeah. I do appreciate that one. Uh, the initial cost, it was a 75-cent tiki ticket because it wasn't part of the original ticket books. But by the mid-60s, it was actually an e-ticket attraction. Um, today, a lot of people probably wouldn't consider it an e-ticket. No. But back then, uh, it's back, like great moments. Right? Yeah. Uh, it, this was... At its time was the like latest technological marvel. Like oh, yeah. The fact that they had done this all synced up to sound was mind blowing to me. So like when you ride, let's say, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and not Galaxy's Edge, Rise of the Resistance. You ride the entire land, <laughs> hop up on the black spire, and go. So with like Rise of the Resistance. The cool part is the technological advancements that they made. Yes, like which are things incredible. we hadn't really seen seen before yeah. on that scale. That's kind of the same thing. It seems I don't want to say mad to yeah. us now, but it's not like that high tech now. Yeah, but back then it it was like, basically the rise of the resistance yeah. of its day. Yeah, in all honesty, as which crazy is why as that it would sounds, be an ticket attraction. Yeah, absolutely. So. And why Lincoln at the time mm-hmm. was an e-ticket as well, but I mean, it's just crazy you how just far go things in there. Come. You'd be amazed. Yeah, it was worth an e-ticket. So seventy-five was, cents seems like a lot back in. It does sixty-three. But you have to remember, it also originally only cost like a dollar fifty to get into the park when it was opening day. I'm just saying, day. like, that's a. Kind of a lot of money yeah, to pay. That's what that's kind of what I was saying is with how much it costs just yeah. to get into the park, that's the fact that the you might have to pay <laughs> another seventy five cents just to see oh, yeah. the tiki room. And you think about that now, you're like seventy five cents. <laughs> well, I'll pay seventy five cents. Well and even like if it was half the cost of an admission today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're like that's definitely not worth it. No. Back then However, I would say it is still a 
timeless classic oh, that sure. will probably never be removed. And if it does, it will be riot, riot, riots in <laughs> the main street. Yes, pitchforks but, down main street. Yeah, as tiki out, torches as down outdated main street. as the <laughs> the animatronics have become compa- in comparison to what we have now. It is. It still holds its weight. I oh, think yeah. quite well. And now, it's a place where I can go sit in some air conditioning, eat a Dole Whip, and get off my feet. For now, a if they announced a refurb and they like updated the animatronics, would you be like, "No," or would you be like, "Okay"? I, I would probably that. have a little bit of both. Yeah, because I would hate to see the charm of, of the, old. the old leave. But it would be cool to see what they could do with the animatronics now. Yeah. They, like, I mean, if they're, they're going to have Spider-Man flipping through the air right. over in DCA, <laughs> I'm sure they could have the birds fly across the room now. <laughs> they just slingshot birds across the room. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, let's see here. The Tiki Room success spurred on the work to build Abraham Lincoln for the World's Fair. I get that now. It paved the way, right? Yes. The success it of really that. amped up what they wanted to do yeah. for Lincoln and got them working really hard on a human because Lincoln was the animatronic, first, yeah, first full bodied, yeah, human, which is awesome. So, and he's even more awesome today, yes. So, as far as sponsors have gone, uh, in its first year, it didn't have one, it was just Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki, it was sponsored by Walt Disney, yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Um, But then United Airlines came in to sponsor the attraction. And they sponsored that from 1964 all the way until 73. After that point, it became, again, just Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Mm -hmm. Room. Uh, But then uh, the sponsor that we all know and love now, Dole, has been, I guess I should say Dole Pineapple, has been the sponsor since 1976 and is still going strong with that today which is crazy yeah because a lot of rides aren't sponsored anymore they don't yep. do that anymore but Dole basically still does theirs. it was they got sponsors to help pay for the attraction pretty much to keep it up up to date i don't know yeah but. and i would assume that walt probably brought in the united airlines sponsor to help recoup some of the costs that they had spent oh yeah um, whether it was just for the tiki room itself or to put money into Abraham Lincoln, yeah, and to bring that back to the park well, when the fair was thing, over, was getting those sponsors for attractions. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think the adventures state of... through inner space was sponsored by Monsanto. Yeah, a lot of people uh, that kind of turned their head Star away from Tours that. Energizer. Uh, it was for a while. Else? For a while, it was yeah. Energizer. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was Kodak yeah. for a while. So Sponsors happen. Now, happen. now you don't see it very much. Disney can basically pay for everything themselves. Yeah, so pretty much. And then when Dole came in, they actually updated part of the pre-show with their little video about oh, yeah. pineapple <laughs> and how it's the king of fruits. Yes. It's tasty. It especially is. Especially when grilled. Oh, my goodness. Um, that sounds delicious. The Sherman Brothers wrote the main theme to the show. So the, the Sherman Brothers were very much associated with Disney. They did 
Mary Poppins. They did Small World. Uh, basically, basically, if Walt needed a song, he called on the Sherman Brothers. Yeah. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Sherman Brothers. Um, if you go to Apple Music, you can find the Sherman Brothers songbook. It's good. It's probably one of the best albums on Apple Music. And it's not all Disney. It's because not. Because they didn't just do Disney. Yeah. If you guys so. know Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it's not oh, a Disney yeah. film. But the Sherman Brothers wrote all the music for that. The only problem I have with that is the Winnie the Pooh ones. Even like the old songs are re-recorded mm-hmm. with Jim Cummings. I love Jim Cummings. I do too. He does great as Pooh and Tigger, but mm-hmm. why can't we just have the original recordings? I would have appreciated the originals. But it's a good album. It is. Good album. A lot of Annette Funicello in there. Yes. They wrote a lot of songs for her. Didn't they write Pineapple Pineapple Princess? Princess. Pineapple Princess. They should play that in the Tiki Room queue. Um, Funny story. I don't know if this happened or not. But uh, I had some pineapple ham pizza in the fridge. I was getting it cooked, reheated for me and the... It's also known as Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian pizza. I was getting it cooked uh, for the kids. Kids. And I was myself. Say which one? And there was so much pineapple on it. Anyway, I started singing pineapple pizza. She calls me pineapple pizza. Anyway, I, <laughs> I have my phone tucked into my uh, <laughs> pants, right? Uh huh. Anyway, after that, I get a text from. Word on the main street, man on the main street, Sean Repair saying, I, he thinks I butt dialed him. I, I have no idea what was going on when I butt dialed him, but I'm pretty sure he heard me singing pineapple pizza to the tune of pineapple princess. I was like, sorry about that. There's probably some weird stuff going on and he never responded. So I don't know. I don't know what he heard. That's my oh, guess. Oh, that's so. funny. Sorry about that, it's Sean. No wonder we haven't had him back on for a while. <laughs> Plus, you know, worried Sean's COVID-19. He'd be fine. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> uh, memories, experiences, personal comments that we have on the Tiki Room. I got to say the first experience I had. Real quick, because I was about to say it earlier. But yeah, I figured you were. When everything's going like strong at the end of the the attraction, this was like our first time at Disneyland. Yeah, it was like five or six. Uh, thanks again, Uncle Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were in the Tiki Room. Obviously, everything climaxes and then poof, thunder. Yeah, lightning, rain. Uh-huh. I was like, oh it, my oh, gosh, so legit. I thought. I'm like, holy crap, it's thundering outside. Yeah. What are we going to do? Like, we're going to get drenched. It's yeah. pouring out there. I can hear it. As a little kid, I thought it was real. And uh, we got outside and it's sunny. Yeah. That's just like, I remember thinking the same thing. Uh, so, I don't know. Just, I love that about Disneyland, but the whole, you know, magical aspect to, to things. Yeah. Going there as a little kid, everything's so real. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing about Haunted Mansion. I was like, how did they get all these ghosts to like, be in here? Yeah. Like, I was amazed at the Haunted Mansion when I was little. 
some kids are scared. I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now the fun comes when you're sitting in the tiki room with your own kids <laughs> and watching their faces as you know right. it's about to hit <laughs> and watching them. That's part of the fun yeah. now. So that's a fun little thing that I experienced personally. Um, another one that I highly recommend during if you get the chance. Find out if Maynard is oh, in the Tiki Room. Gosh, he's funny. He is the best. It, any ride you're on with Maynard mm-hmm. as the cast member is just the best. Yeah. But the Tiki Room's really good. That and the Haunted Mansion with Maynard. Yeah. Really, really good. So if you get the opportunity, I think he can ask uh, Town Town Hall. Yeah. Um, if he's working. If he's working where he's working. Yeah. I don't oh know if gosh. It doesn't the matter details, what but... attraction he's on. It's he's just... a riot. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much fun. Um, another fun little thing, uh, even personal experience for me, it was actually a pretty recent one, too. I had heard through the grapevine that if you ask their tiki tour guide before the show starts, you can yep. wake up Jose. <laughs> so I got my oldest set up to wake up Jose. Nice. So I've got him on video somewhere. They actually, um, after the show had started, the the guy came up to and quietly came up next to us and he had filled out a a little button and wrote the date and I woke oh. up Jose <laughs> and wrote a bunch of stuff on there. It was really cool. Awesome. I don't know if he's still got it somewhere or not, but but yeah, if you want to, you can request that. They can't always make that happen, but if they're able to, they'll let you wake up, Jose. That's awesome. There's there used to be more things you could do like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But yeah, like Mark Twain Riverboat, you used to be able to request to go up into the wheelhouse. Yeah. Now you have to be selected. Yeah, you just have to be selected. Because um, all these people found out they can do it. Yeah. Every single person that goes up there, can we ride? Can we ride? Can we yeah, ride? Uh, we had to get. Because I got to do it before they See, and I've never been up it. there. But we were there for a few days. The first day, I would have had to wait. But if you get there super early, you can get up in the wheelhouse. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. I just need to take my little kids and put them right up front. Right. <laughs> and have them go, Daddy, can I ride in the wheelhouse? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't think we can ride up there, kids. <laughs> That's for... I'm sorry. <laughs> That's for people with a lot of money. Yeah. Just, kidding. <laughs> Just Cheap and deep. Wow. All right. Where are we headed to next? <laughs> That's what I'd tell my kid. <laughs> That's for the rich little kids. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. <laughs> That's All how right. you get these experiences, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Money will do wonders. Yeah. Just kidding. Well, you never know. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Do you have any other comments? Nope. Things about the tiki room. Awesome. We've exited the tiki room, and what's right in front of us? Ooh, it's the uh, it's the uh, tropical the, hideaway. Oh, not the Adventureland Bazaar. I can't stop at tropical hideaway. You can. Yeah, I guess you can stop <laughs> over. There. I haven't been there since it opened, so I haven't either. Well, you have. You I've been there go. since it opened, but I've never been there yeah. since it opened. So if that makes sense. We've got the tiki, or not the tiki room, the jungle cruise, of course. Yes. Is our next stop. Yeah. In our circle around the park. Yes. Uh, 
Where are we? No, that's you. Go. So, <laughs> um, in the first days of Disneyland, this probably was arguably the most important attraction they had built mm. up to this point. It was probably the most advanced, um, probably one of the more thrilling rides mm. that the park had at that time. Um, not a whole lot of other stuff in that park. If you if you think about all the original attractions, there's not a lot. I mean, not a lot yeah. that's going to jump out and really grab your attention. A lot of people during that time when Disneyland opened knew about some of the nature stuff that Walt had put out and oh, yeah. had a had a, an experience with that. And now they had an opportunity to live that and some of the first audio animatronics. But like we said earlier with the Tiki Room, these were very basic mm-hmm. animatronics, not a lot of movement yeah. to these. And it's very just repetitive. Yeah. Um, and then until 62, when Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse arrived... It was the only major attraction in Adventureland. Yeah. So, it's hard to imagine yeah. <laughs> a time like this when there wasn't as much to do. Yeah, I mean, granted, there's not a lot in Adventureland anyway. There's but it's a lot growing. more now. There is a lot more now, percentage-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's grown quite a bit uh, since then, but yeah, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So, thank you, 62, for bringing us the treehouse. Um, <laughs> Which we don't have anymore. Yeah, well, well we do. We do. It's now Tarzan's yes, treehouse. Tarzan took over from this. This was family rabbits. It just got too out of date. Tarzan moved in quite <laughs> easily. Um, but as I was talking about, alluding to a little bit earlier, um, this attraction did incorporate some of the themes from Disney's True Life Adventure films that had been released. Uh, prior to this time yeah and pretty much why um this attraction was even there is he had Mm -hmm. that reference to draw from he was very into like nature yeah like getting that kind of footage yeah and like we talked about last time with lincoln he was very into this kind of entertainment not something that's just going to entertain you but also something that's going to teach you something yeah and on that note of true life uh, with the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. The Jungle Cruise wasn't funny at first. Yeah. Really. I mean, there might have been a joke or two. Yeah. But you can go listen to the original narration on soundsofdisneyland.com. And it's... You're writing a yeah. true life Disney film. And the skippers didn't have anything to do with it, really. <laughs> they were really. on there, they just, but they had a narration. Yeah. And it was very scripted. I think it was... The Royal Ravens? Yes. That did that. Um, but very just educational. Not that funny at all. Yeah. Um, pretty sure there's a joke or two in the narration, but... Yeah, but they're very, very dry. Yeah, it's not like it is today. Yeah. Where I mean, they're, on. there is dry humor, for sure, oh, in yeah. the Tiki Room, but... Jungle Cruise. Or, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot we changed attractions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh skippers if uh speaking of jungle cruise backside of water podcast oh yes. go check them out Absolutely. Uh, they do a really deep dive into different attractions alex was a skipper alex was a skipper and uh, it shows yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I in the best we, way, Alex. I wonder if we ever had way. him as a skipper and we just didn't know. We could have. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> he doesn't. But uh, they put on a good show. They, they do. do a really deep dive into these attractions. We're just giving you a little tidbit. Scratching the surface. They are very produced and well put together. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, where are we? Harper Goff laid out the river layout <laughs> and the first concept sketches, drawing ideas from the 50s movie The African Queen. Um which is where the boats come from, mm-hmm. basically. They're basically exact. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen part. African Queen? I've seen the boats yeah. for African I've never watched the movie. but I had to watch that in junior high. I don't remember whose <laughs> class I was in, but I had to watch it in junior high. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, if you want to see, just go look up at, uh, African Queen. Yeah. Humphrey Bogart and... I'm sure it's on Amazon. I star lady is but I'm sure you can rent it maybe buy it you might be able to even find it on a streaming service yeah that's true check it out i don't know true but yeah if you look at the boats they're like right out of the movie um early plans f- were for real animals i don't know if you guys knew that but they were originally <laughs> wanting real animals until they found out a lot of those animals are going to sleep through the day yeah. Um, <laughs> more nar- nar- nocturnal They're animals. definitely narcturnal. <laughs> nocturnal. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, Disney didn't want the animals just laying <laughs> around there. while the guests were there. So that's when they came up with the idea, well, let's just go with some yeah. audio animatronics. We have a park here in Utah called Lagoon. Right on the train, all the animals are asleep. Yep. Basically, what it would have been like. Pretty much. <laughs> and everybody in Utah is like, close the Lagoon Zoo. Yep. They're probably very well <laughs> taken care of. I'm sure these people are all. I have zero idea. Me either, but. But, uh. Who knows? They're all still alive. I don't know if they're treated poorly. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> so. My yeah. kids they're like just it, always though. asleep. I'm like, is that one dead? Yeah. (laughs) You never really know. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. The attraction has been updated at least 10 times since 1955, including a whole narration expulsion. Yeah. (laughs) Narration what? Expulsion. Expulsion. (laughs) They got rid of it. Removal? Yep. Removal, yes. Let's go with that one. <laughs> I think you're right in your terminology. It just sounded weird at yeah. first. Narration expulsion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of things have changed. Um, and I think one of the biggest ones... Oh, no. I ruined it. It's all right. <laughs> and I think one of the biggest ones was that because it was originally a serious attraction... That when Mark Davis brought in the humor that he did, uh, it definitely lightened up this attraction a little bit, made it so it wasn't so... Okay, we've seen this before. Boring. Um, <laughs> a lot of... You can you can easily spot the Mark Davis humor that was added. Yes. Um, if you can't, you don't know Mark Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, tell you one right now. 
And which one is that? Probably the same one I was about to talk the pole. about. The pole, yeah. yes. <laughs> so you've got the whole African safari up the pole with the rhino getting ready so to uh, get his point across in the end. Uh, but, there, I mean, there was that. There was the um, elephant in the bathing pool yep. that's sitting up and like basically the, showering. The whole post-pole thing. It's just very... Mark Davis yeah. to me. So. Yeah, it's... There's some fun stuff. Um, a lot of good jokes in this attraction. Oh, so. for sure. So, yes, Mark Davis added some humor to this ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, the addition of Indiana Jones Adventure in 94 caused for a reroute in the river and also led to a new two-story queue area at the dock. So it used to just be one level. Yeah. It's now two... Thanks to Indiana Jones. Thank you, Indy. <laughs> you're a, you're you, a true hero. You definitely are. <laughs> Except um, I hate when I have to go up there. I don't mind. I like looking around at the different stuff. <laughs> I just hate waiting in line in Jungle Cruise. It is a rough it's line. so boring. But I, when you're, at least when you're in an area where you can, I like listening to the radio. Yeah. Because that makes it a lot more fun. Mm. I think you can find that whole radio segment on sounds of disneyland yes, as well can. and i love it in fact it's i think i just played it this morning oh did you during my daily shower well that's good <laughs> that you're doing that on the daily i appreciate that um so finally skippers have added more humor throughout the years um like we had mentioned earlier the attraction was originally narrated mm. just over the speaker uh, slowly, skippers started taking over that narration. They still kept it pretty realistic and serious, um, but slowly skippers started to add <laughs> jokes in. And I think Disney just succumbed to the idea, because I think at first, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, um, things were like you had to th- have things approved. Uh-huh. To be able to use them in the attraction, I would and they may still have that in there. Yeah. Um, but over the years, I feel like the skippers have gotten increasingly funny. Yeah. In their spiels, but especially as the end of the night comes up, it seems <laughs> like they get funnier. Oh yeah. And... Uh, just because their shift's coming to an end, I'm sure, and they're ready to be. Oh yeah. Off the boat and. And since we're kind of heading into the memories, experiences, personal comments section, I think it's a really fun ride at night. Yes. And I think there's, to me, it's more exciting at night Mm -hmm. because it's dark and all you have is a a light from wherever it's pointing. I don't know if it's automatic or if the skipper points it, but uh, I think it adds a whole lot to ride it at night as well. I would agree. Probably more humor more jokes more making fun of people yeah. on the ship but just want to throw that out there yeah Night i would time. agree nighttime time. is the best um another kind of personal experience for me that actually ends up in requesting something uh yeah. if you go to the exit of the ride and request a map of the jungle cruise you can get one it might cost price, you yes but you can get one might cost you your uh, comf- 
your dignity comfort you know cost you staying inside your box you might have to crawl out of the box yes you might have to make some (laughs) animal noises to be able to get a copy of that map but i have one i don't know where it is but I. i have one i have one too but yeah they've got them printed ready for you you just have to make an animal noise yeah most likely I don't know what Typically. else. Um, Maybe they've come up with something new. I just, I don't know. I just think it's a great attraction. How it is today. Mm-hmm. I like that the humor sticks to the attraction even when it's closed. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's been there when the attraction's closed. But they were doing a like a whole refurb a few years yeah. back. And they had the skippers the out skippers front. Skippers were out front. <laughs> uh, I was taking some pictures of stuff that I found funny outside. Yeah. And then uh, one of the skippers says, hey, do you want a picture of it? And I was like, what? And he has a sign that says it. So I took a picture (laughs) of it. Uh, So that was funny. Uh, But the humor is still there. Even if the attraction's not open. You have to be a certain type of person to be able to work Jungle Cruise. Yes. If you're not a very (laughs) outspoken pretty funny person you gotta be funny you're probably not gonna last on that yeah. attraction and i would say uh speaking about the nighttime, i when i went with sean once we rode it at night and the girl uh, that was being a skipper that round was probably the funniest that i had ever seen yeah so i don't know if that's true because at night they get a little more loose on their humor yeah but she was good. She That's was awesome. really funny. I love a good skipper. Um, and then I must uh, take this across the pond a little bit. We rode this a couple times in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying because <laughs> it's all in Japanese. All I know is people looked at me and laughed after the skipper said something <laughs> or looked in our direction. Did dad, Was dad not able to translate know, for you? I don't think so. I or don't did know. he just laugh too? I don't think he knew what was being said, but I just remember people looking over at us and laughing, so... This guy has no idea what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm sure uh, those Japanese folk got a nice laugh at my expense. Hey. For that, you guys are welcome. That's right. Um, Yeah, that one was really cool. They had some cool effects that we don't have. Like, you went into a temple... You got like uh, a certain spirit, animal spirit in the temple thing, and it was really cool. But hmm. anyway, just wanted to to say that. So nice. I don't think I have any other personal experiences that stand I'll, out too much. You don't get a temple in ours, but you do get an ancient Cambodian shrine it's built true. by ancient Cambodian Cambodian shriners. <laughs> it's true. It's true, and we've got the uh, sleeping zebra. Yeah. I don't know if they had it there. I can't remember. <laughs> they had a Lion King reference in the Japan one. Oh, really? And everybody laughed. I don't know what really was going on, but they play uh, Circle of Life. Yeah. So, anyway, that is all I have for Jungle Cruise. I don't know about you. Nope, I think that's I'm pretty much 22. it. I'm just kidding. Um, I think I'm good. I think we got everything. All right. Uh, so that was it for this week. 
that was the Enchanted Tiki Room. And Jungle Cruise, if you guys have any personal experiences or uh, facts that we didn't cover, feel free to reach out to us like Yvonne did. Yes. Thank you, Um, Yvonne. We really appreciate it. We like to know that you're listening and enjoying what we're talking about. If you like these segments, let us know. Uh, We're Basically, this is our plan during the closure, right? Pretty it's much. something... We may finish the park. We may not. Who if knows? If we don't, and the park opens back up, let us know if you like this. Yeah. We'll, we'll finish it. Um, Who knows when, but we will. Yeah. We'll find weeks that are slow, and we'll finish it. Yeah. But... Um, we probably need to finish Hidden Gems of California we, yeah, Adventure, too. Um... But yeah, so just let us know if you're enjoying it, and then if you have those facts or experiences or anything that has to do with these attractions, let us know. Yeah. Um, or anything else you want to tell us. We just yeah. like hearing from you. Let us know what character you just unlocked in Sorcerer's Arena. Yeah. I, I just, just unlocked got somebody. Ian Lightfoot. Did you? I did. Who did I just get? I don't remember. I do have Rafiki now. I do too. Oh, you're so cool. I am. I have Tinkerbell, too. I don't have Tinkerbell. I think I'm halfway to Kronk. I'm close to Kronk. We're buds. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, Sorcerer's... Uh, what is it? I don't even remember. Sorcerer's Arena. Disney's Sorcerer's Arena. Play with us. Uh, are you in my group? I tried no. to invite you, but... I never got I the invite. kind of weird. Anyway, I got your friend request, but I didn't get your invite. If you're looking for a club, I made a club called uh, Utah DL Lovers. So if you want to join, feel free. You have to be invited, though, unless you change that. I think you that. can just find it. Last time I looked, I had to be invited. Uh, well, I'll try and open it to the public. I didn't know there was an option to make it private. but I think it's you just guys you join, in there right now. It is. It's very lovely. All right. Right now I'm in some weird Italian villains group. Italian villains? Not just Italian villains, <laughs> but it's a villains group in Italy. Is everybody Italian but you? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't All talk right. with people on there. I just play the game. Um. Did you have anything else to add before we go? No. Nothing right. good. Well, we did keep you a little late today. This is probably just going to be the theme of the next few episodes until the park opens not that late it's not really that late it's not as bad uh, as last next time. week we'll be at least hitting indiana jones we'll see if we'll add anything else depends because i don't want to go into pirates with right. another attraction right same with mansion yeah those, those can stand are probably going to stand alone we could probably do swiss family i don't know we'll find out tarzan slash swiss so family slash tarzan but uh we'll bring you some stuff at least indiana jones next week um and uh yeah that's it so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode again we really do appreciate it if you haven't please subscribe leave us a review um and share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it um we're just a reminder we are on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok Come uh, come uh, enjoy social media with us. I did do a watch party, I think, yesterday 
on our Facebook page. I saw that, but I was in the middle of my work day, so I, I think a lot of people were. But we did that. have a few uh, viewers, and it was fun. We had uh, Thunder Chicken join us. Nice. Um, and uh, it was fun. We did rides from around the world, not just Disneyland. Uh, so it was it was pretty enjoyable. So I'll uh, I'll try and do more of those. I think it's kind of fun, especially because you can talk in a chat with everybody and I think that would be uh, fun to uh, interact with everybody I'll try and do it more at a later time during the day instead of like noon I think it was yesterday um, so just be on the lookout for that uh, and then we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song he does music under the name of Delta Theory so go check him out on music streaming platforms and uh, that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please listen every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.